to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano. All right. Um, Roma 1, Pilsen 2. They end their Champions League group stage with a loss. Andy, a lot of places we could start with this one. I think this all starts and ends, though, with Eusebio Di Francesco, no? Well, the the biggest takeaway from this game is uh, because there is no point in getting really into it. It's it's just that this team is broken under all aspects. It's broken physically. Um, we've all seen Pastore basically walk along the pitch. Um, he's in terrible shape, but also broken mentally. Uh, and uh, Di Francesco said it himself uh, a few minutes ago. Um, he says the players don't understand what he's trying to tr- communicate to them. They don't apply his methods on the pitch. They don't. They don't transfer what they learn on uh, in Trigoria. They don't apply it on the field. So it, it's gotten out of hand. This game wasn't supposed to mean anything, but it turned out it, it means a whole lot. Uh, you know, it's it's the rela- reality of the situation. You know, I, I tweeted before the match, I, you know, this match meant nothing. So I really wasn't going to take it to heart. But wow, um, only can Eusebio Di Francesco take a match that has literally zero implications, zero, and make things worse. Yeah, I, I saw you respond just before we, we started, um, just before we, we started recording here about what Di Francesco said about him not taking responsibility. I've, I've got to say, yeah, that's the thing that bothers me most. He's blaming it on the players. It's they're not interpreting what I want. They're not showing character. I'm going to have to make choices, um, personal choices based on Sunday. Um, and we've reached the point where a, a Sunday match against Genoa, um, according to Alessandro Florenzi, must be treated like a Champions League final. Um, I don't wow. know what that means coming what, from what, a, from what? from a player, a Roma player. Yeah, I don't. Um, wow. The the only thing missing from Florenzi, you can tell he's he's become fully infected with with uh, the Roma virus. Um, cause he, <laughs> he he is notorious. After these absolute shit performances, he, go on, oh, yeah. he goes on Instagram. <laughs> he, say, he says the same thing. Uh, he always says, uh, heads held high or to the next he, one. He's going to be, be a great, uh, he's going to be great working for Roma and Roma management in a few oh, years. He, fit, he fits right in. <laughs> so I have to tell you, besides the, uh, the stupid words of Di Francesco, I just need, he didn't address it really. Um, why was Manolas? Why was Nzonsi? And why was Kolarov? Why were two of those three playing 90 minutes? And why did all three of them even participate in this match? Uh, yeah, why Why was Florenzi brought on? Why oh. wasn't Karsdorp uh, played? You know, um, why was Nzonsi substituted for a left back? You know, it's why is Chodich in the stands? Why is Chodich in the stands? It's uh, yeah, it's just um, a lot of I don't. It, this is the this is the thing because he says they don't understand what he's trying to communicate to them, but he he won't 
he won't try and ask himself, well, why is that? Why, what am I doing wrong? Why are they not getting it? Why are they not really showing not only tactics on the field, but also grit and passion? They, I mean, today it was, it was horrible. And then to see Costas Manolas, which he, I mean, he's grown mentally, you know, it's one of those players that, uh, once upon a time seemed very fragile. Right now, he speaks more like a captain than Florenzi. Um, and it was terribly upsetting to see him say the things he said because he basically said, you know, we don't know how to defend. We are clueless. We we should be defending. The whole team should be defending and not only four guys in the back and we're not doing that. Basically exposed the whole problem with Roma. He said, I don't know what's missing from the team. Maybe it's the courage. Like, how can you be a team like Roma and not have the courage to go and beat a team like Pilsen? How? How do I, you do that? I and had, uh, we've I had come few, to this. Yeah, I, you know, I had a few people tweeting at me that, what do you want him to do? He's got no other options. Uh, Monchi didn't really leave him with with a deep squad. And I'm sorry, but... These the second choice players that were used should be enough to beat Victoria Pilsen. And it, it, it someone pointed this out, and I, th- you know, I was going to tweet this out, but they beat me to it. Di Francesco looks even worse today because it, at least if he would have played Chorich, if oh, he would have yeah. played Pellegrino, Juan Jesus, Luca Pellegrini, he at least, you know, we all could have said, you know what, uh, yeah. The young players, they got an opportunity. He took a chance. He took yes, a chance. And he took a, a chance. And now he looks even worse yeah. because he played Manolas 90 minutes. He played Kolodov 90 minutes. And Zonzi played a f- uh, full first half. Uh, Florenzi played a half hour. I, I, this yeah. makes no sense. None yeah. of this. And also then Florenzi saying, you know, we, we, we gave it our role. You gave oh. your all, oh. and you couldn't beat Czech farmers to all. You know, no offense, but I mean, what are you saying? What it's 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 uh, it's not only about the performances that we're seeing. It's just that I saw today on the pitch. I saw so much frustration from they don't like each other. This is pretty clear enough. The whole front line right now. They're very young. They're very emotional. They're not communicating well. Clivert was getting frustrated with Under. Schick was getting frustrated with Under. Wunder was getting frustrated with Pastore. It's um, that. It's just. It's not a healthy team right now. No, and no. I really. Every any team, any team that is struggling, really struggling. What the only way they can get out of a slump really instantly is by changing a coach we've seen it even in these smaller clubs what is the problem we just just take a chance just have just change it just make the the, the change because you cannot go on and uh, and this is a slow death um i don't ex- again i don't expect anything from the match against genoa i really don't um because yeah it's there is um, nothing reassuring about playing in the Olympico with the team with the team in these conditions after this game. No way. Uh, they were in Ritiro. Um Palota Monchi hasn't said anything. If that's going to continue, uh, <laughs> who just, cares? I, I just I I'm so lost for words because 
at least entering the match against Genoa, you could have said at minimum, you know, at least in Zonziman, last and Kolodov, at least had some rest because these are three guys who have played every single match, it seems like, and have played 90 minutes every single match. Mm. And now you've lost with uh, about half of your preferred starting lineup against, as you said, Czech farmers, essentially. You're entering the match in poor form. This, as you mentioned, is is a slow death. Di Francesco is basically a dead man walking. I, 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 I don't... People want me to get angry at Pelota some more, so here, I'll get angry. What the fuck is he thinking? I mean... Even even the the excuse of there's no viable alternatives should not be a reason to keep a manager. It's not. Um, not. This is terrible. And I've got to say, uh, you pointed it out a couple times. Um, Watching Kolodov, Inzonzi, Manolas, even Pastore. I mean, these guys look dead. They're, they're, They're like zombies out there. Yeah. I mean, Nzonzi, you know, Nzonzi, I, I've said it that he needs to be a regular starter, but the man has played 14 consecutive games, 14 consecutive games. That takes a, a toll on you, you know. Uh, and I believe that was the first time he's been um, substituted out. I, I no, second, second. The first time okay, was against second. Real okay. Madrid. You're right. You're right. So out of those 14, he's played all 90 minutes, 12 yeah. times. I would venture to guess call it off is pretty close to that. Manolas just returned from injury. Yeah, yeah. Is clearly the only defender worth anything yeah. in the team. Yeah. And he's playing him 90 minutes. But 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 this is I really I don't I I, I agree this is another thing. I agree that we we don't have the best defenders. We actually have really poor defenders, but if there was some sort of coherent idea of defending in this team if there was some sort of just unit you know defending and there isn't i mean every time pilsen were 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 going forward i was shitting my pants okay i was shitting my pants because pilsen were attacking this is this is the situation roma have put me in i shit my pants when a when a czech team from from a terrible league that shouldn't even be, we, we shouldn't even be playing against them. They put us in a situation where they're threatening and we're not. We were, I, I, I just, I can't even recall one really good situation where we looked somewhat dangerous. Meanwhile, Pilsen looked dangerous plenty of times. And every time, every time there is movement in our area, we just lose it. We start to panic. We, we players go in different direction. There is no, there is no sort of, co- you know, coherent unit. And this, this comes down to the coach because you can have all the defenders in the world. You can have, you know, I mean, we were talking about it with uh, one of the followers yesterday. Um, we talked about the fact that, for example, Koulibaly under Benitez was, was sucked. Right now, he's one yeah. of the best in the world. I'm not expecting Marcano or Juan Jesus to become the best in the world, but I know for a fact that if you have a decent coach who who can talk to his players, they can improve. I mean, we've seen Spalletti do wonders with uh, Emerson or even Juan Jesus after some time, you know, after that initial slow start where both of them were terrible 
and slowly but surely they 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 showed qualities so right now our defense is is leaking all over the place something needs to be done and even in the attack it's difficult because you see Schick, he takes a lot of abuse and I, I i think some of it may be fair i think a lot of it is unfair though they created nothing for him today he no. got nothing in terms of support nothing yeah um the and the, the thing is that <laughs> i don't know if you've seen it but right now the the, the czech uh, manager said that before the game he showed his players cagliari roma yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've come to this you know this is this is the thing if you're a small team just close up shop and you you'll manage to get points from Roma just just shut it down put a wall in front of your goal park the bus you're getting at least a point this the, i mean it's it's embarrassing it's embarrassing to have so much quality because we have quality i don't care what anybody says i don't care if you like Nzonzi or not i don't care if you if you say pastore is a serie b player because he cannot walk we have quality we 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 cannot we cannot have a starting lineup of Kolarov, Manolas, Nzonzi, Pastore, uh, and 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 still struggle against such clubs, and yet we do. It's the same formula again. Di Francesco draws the same conclusions, and we're back to square one. And Genoa, they have Prandelli. I'm sorry, I expect nothing on Sunday. I expect yeah. absolutely nothing. I I fully expect Roma to drop points, and then that's when the real fun is going to begin. I part of me, you know, I, I mentioned in the last one, Palotta. He he mentioned with Garcia how he regretted not doing it sooner, how they lost time, how we learned a lesson from that. And I'm sorry, anybody who has watched this team the last, I, I mean, even if you watched the last two games, it's obvious. But if you've watched the last month, two months. It's been abundantly clear that this is no longer working between Roma and Di Francesco, but I, I, I don't understand why they're not willing to pull the trigger. And then to have Monchi a day before the match to uh, come out and say the trust in Di Francesco is at 100%. I mean, that is, uh, that, that, that's mind-boggling. That, that blows my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, I I can understand Monchi saying the same 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 things all over again because he doesn't want all the attention. But it it, it is everybody can see it coming, you know. And um, people have been now getting riled up over what does it mean when De Francesco says I need to make some personal evaluations. Well, I think it means I need to choose who will leave in January and who will stay, who who can be a starter and who will be put in the stands. Um, but the fact is that it doesn't it doesn't come down to the players. Play, yes, players are not. They're, they don't want it. They don't want it. They, they're, you can clearly see they're not putting the required effort, but it, it comes down to the coach. It comes down to, you know, how you're preparing these games. If you start playing the same way against these smaller sides and, and you get the same results, there is a clear problem. Uh, I, I just don't see how professionals like Monchi, um, who've seen so many managers, who've hired so many managers, sacked so many managers, can just sit there with their hands crossed, arms crossed, and and just you know wish for the best. 
And the problem is the manager is not changing anything. I mean, he's just, you know, he's just throwing the same broken formation, the same broken approach time after time after time. And it's almost as if he expects things to just change on their own magically. This situation is just so untenable, and I cannot believe that Roma are willing to let it to continue. And, I mean, notice, we, we've barely even talked about the match today. If we really want to get involved with what was on the pitch, it's just a black hole all over. Defense, terrible. Midfield, terrible. Attack is just lifeless. Well, yeah, well... Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the first half. This is the thing. I think the actually, I think the midfield was uh, was pretty decent. Actually, I think that uh, the Cristante made made a good impact. had a, had a good game. I think he's he's improving, improving a lot in the midst of all this shit. He's um, he's been learning things. Uh, he knows how to move around. You can clearly see getting a little bit more comfortable in that position. But aside from that, I was very surprised by the attack. I was expecting so much more out of that that front front four, really. Um, yeah. And instead, we were unable to open up such such pathetic team. It was we weren't getting any answers from anybody. It's not like one wasn't performing. Everybody up there couldn't. Pastore, I don't know what he, what the hell he was doing there. Um, clearly in, in no condition to play. And the defense, it's just something out of a nightmare. And mostly it's because of miscommunication. It's, uh, it's really sad to see. It's just that I, I mean, right now, what, what can a, what can the Retiro help? Like, You've had a retiro in September. That 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 alone should be a reason to sack De Francesco. You had a retiro in September after a month of Serie A, and now you have a retiro, and you're unsure if going back to Rome, you actually need to go back to retiro or not. This is this is a joke. This is somewhat of a joke. It's a huge joke, and something to go back that you just mentioned. Um, uh, a good friend of mine. Well, yours too, uh, Mr. Biafora. Mm. He he's um, he's there, and he's saying that. And I think a couple other websites are putting video out to Manolas at the end of the match. He yeah. was get, the team was getting whistled, yeah. And he went over to the he away sector and applauded the fans. Yeah, he's got more balls than anybody in this team. And it's you mentioned Florenzi. <sighs> I've got to tell you those words after the match. I I, I thought it was a joke. Uh, it's can he a go Sunday lower? Magic I, in Genoa I, is like a Champions yeah. League final. We're not uh, because I don't want people to get confused that we have an agenda against him. It's just that he happens to be the guy that always feels the need to uh, say speak for the club when things go wrong, and he has no clue how on how to do it. Um, he speaks like like just like a kid who has no idea how to get through a, an important speech. And he makes all the worst mistakes. He says things that he shouldn't say, especially in this Roman environment. Um, I remember the the every every time we played against Juventus and we got beaten to a pulp, he'd come out and say a testa alta. You know, let's yeah. keep our heads high. We we played a great game, and it, it's it, again, it's a thing that he's 
you may like him as a player, you may dislike him as a player, but there's just no denying that he is not a good captain. Uh, no, no leadership skills. I, I really, I don't understand why this was the first game that Manolas captain for us. I think he was, um, he showed true. I mean, he's in what he said, in how he behaves on the pitch. He's got more leader DNA in him than Florenzi and Jeko combined. Yeah, and it's not even close. I'm trying to think of what else we could discuss in regards to this match. I mean, beyond what was actually played on the pitch, uh, just reading what Di Francesco and Florenzi had to say, it, it just, you, you want to think it's a joke, but that, they actually believe some of the things that they're saying. And the biggest problem for me is, I mentioned it in the last one. Someone tweeted out the various quotes that Di Francesco says after every match, the the things that he says. And nowhere do you see that, you know, it's my fault. I got it wrong. I made the wrong approach. I deployed the wrong formation. Uh, the tactics were off. It's never that. It's never, ever that. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> and you know, it's, uh, we we have won two of the last nine games. Mm. And, and our management is acting like, yeah, it's bad, but it's not bad enough. Which means it, it, there's still more to come. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I really, I don't. Th I think uh, right now fourth place is out of reach. I truly do. I, I, I believe fourth place is out of reach. I, I, I want to be proven wrong. I, I would love that. But right now, I think it's out of reach. I think. I think the worst thing about the situation we're in is that we were promised so much. And obviously that happens a lot in Rome. But I think this this was when when De Francisco came around and especially this last uh, postseason where where we sold Raja, Strotman, it kind of it became like this end of an era, start of a new era, you know, hiring a new manager, bringing in young players, a new a new sporting director. It was like and everybody spoke of this being a new project. Right now, this is not looking like a project to me. This is looking like a garbage dump. Um, and it's the, the garbage is just piling up. And, and anything good that could come out of this, this squad, because as I said, we have quality. There is just no no luck and no hope of getting it out right now. It's um, everything is just piling up, and and we we're getting the worst out of almost everybody. Everybody's underperforming. Um, we are out of any any real trophy race. Uh, so the ambitions that were set and the, the ideas that were set and the plans that were made are coming down to zero. They're all coming, crashing down right now. That's, I think, the most disappointing thing um, because we are, we've been many times in this situation with Roma, but I don't think it's ever been this bad in terms of what you wanted to do and, and the situation you're in right now. Yeah, and I think it's, a, it's obvious that nothing is going to change until the manager is relieved and... I, I just, again, I can't fathom the reasoning behind sticking with this guy. I think he should have been sacked over a month ago. And now you're going, let's just say things don't go well against Genoa on Sunday. 
you're going to have a manager come in where he's got the he's got to face uh, Juve, and I just don't understand how the club continues to get the timing of this wrong. It makes no sense to me the timing of all of this, none of it. Yeah, but yeah, that's I mean that's what I also think. I mean I I'm really I'm just baffled that. Um, Management is miscommunicating. They're clearly not on the same page. Guy like Monchi, so much experience, and yet he looks like a child who really doesn't know what to do. It's, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's just bad. It's, 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 it's a bad situation. I don't think you know. It's not worth getting depressed over because this is Roma after all. But uh, again, I. So I see. So the first thing I do after these loss, I go on Facebook, I go on Instagram, I see people commenting, and they always say the same things. Ah, uh, we didn't have Jekyll, we would have won with Jekyll. We didn't have Pellegrini, we would have won with Pellegrini. Shik sucks. This guy sucks. This guy needs to go to Serie B. Blah 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 blah. But but you know we've seen the results we're getting with with those other players it's we have talent we have a talented group of a mix of of young players of experienced players uh players with different qualities but we're not getting anything out of them it's um we're just we're we're we're, we're just undermining all the young potential and all the veteran uh skills that are there we just we're just destroying them uh, because we have a manager who's, who may be even a good manager, but he's lost. He's lost this group. He he doesn't have any say in what goes on in the locker room, what goes on in the pitch. It's it's pretty evident. Yeah, it's very evident. And again, I I just don't envision how anything changes with him at the helm because, uh, yeah, and I I don't know how keeping him. What does that do? I you, you can't allow this guy to continue, and I, I I have a feeling that Sunday may be his last match, but we'll we'll have to see how that. So you're saying goes. you're saying you're saying a loss. So you're saying we're falling to like 12th place. No, you know I I honestly think a draw. A I draw. I, yeah, I think one, so one. too. I, yeah. I mean that has one one written all over it. Yeah, um, you know, I may, I think maybe maybe two two because um, it seems like this Roma team really as uh, opens the floodgates and uh, always gets all the goals. So I'd say two two, but I also say a draw. Um, no, no three points. Yeah, I agree. All right, let, let's leave it there before again this gets any more depressing because it's, the situation in and of itself is a farce, and there's nothing more that we can add beyond beyond what we've already said. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We will hope for better against Genoa. And until next time, ciao.
Today's episode of the Roma Press Podcast was sponsored by Euro Fantasy League, as always, for the very best in online fantasy football. Make sure you go to Euro Fantasy League and make sure you go to their City A game at fantasycityA.com, as well as their Champions League game that you can find at fantasy-champions-league.com. Com. And for more exclusive content and great articles from various authors, you can go to EuroFantasyLeague.com.